read that, Psalm 30 in verses 4 and 5. If you'll be there real quick in your Bibles, we'll get into our, our message here uh, this morning. We're looking at the second part of the title of this sermon that we've, we're taking from verse 5 in the last handful of words. Now the Bible says in Psalm 30 verse 4, Sing unto the Lord, O ye saints of His, and give thanks at the remembrance of His holiness, for his anger endures but a moment, and his favor is life. Weeping may endure for a night, but joy cometh in the morning. So we are looking here, not only at our theme for the entire year, uh, really and truly, but, but the vision that we want to see how joy comes in the morning. Last week, our, our first Vision Sunday of 2024, we opened up with uh, the first five verses of Psalm 30, and we focused mainly on the first three last week and learning why there is joy in the morning. And we learned our Lord has lifted us up above uh, up above defeat. He's lifted us up above disease. He's lifted us up above death. And some of these are spiritual in the moment and yet physical in the future. Nevertheless, we can rest assured that our Lord, our Savior, is and will work a mighty work in our life and lifting us up to the victory in these areas of our life and beyond. So be it spiritual today and physical tomorrow, whatever the Lord has, we understand that there comes a morning that joy shall rest in those days, be it here or there, we can put our faith in that holiness today. And yet he does so much more for us. And you know, again, I love the verse. I love the scripture. I love the theme for this year. I love it. I love trying to hook my heart, my mind, my soul into joy despite circumstances and situations. But I need to understand and you need to know today that he does so much more for us. There's so much more in our life to be grateful for, to praise uh, His Word, His name every day, and even the things that we cannot see. We looked at our testimony time here just a moment ago, just a, uh, just a bit ago. We, and I always say in the last seven days, you know, what is the Lord praised? What, what are you praising Him for? What has He done? What has He done that you want to share with everyone? And everyone had wonderful testimonies. But just sometimes, as we heard Dav say, I thank God for my salvation. Amen. And a point that we may even look at and cross this morning uh, very briefly. There are some times that we just need to praise Him for the things that have happened in the past, for what He has done for us and how He got us to the point where we are yet here today. And so within these first five verses, the foundation is laid in verse, the verses 1 through 3. We understand that. We discussed that last week, and we reviewed it just a moment ago and uh, with what we have been lifted up above, physically and spiritually, uh, physically in the future, spiritually yet now. But verse 4, as I was reading this this morning, the Lord really kind of pinned this on my heart. Verse 4 is almost a celebratory verse. It's, it's a celebration of... Uh, uh, of, 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 I understand the verse is self-explanatory. I get that. I, I know that. But it causes us to have a reflection, to say the least. Our, our praise, guys, our praise. And again, none of this was planned. I didn't talk to Dad to say that this morning. But just for the simple fact that the Holy Spirit of God had him say it. No, it wasn't in the last seven days. But he brought forth something in the past and praised God for it. So our praise oftentimes is found in our memory, in our memory. Verse 4 says, Sing unto the Lord, O ye saints, and give thanks at the remembrance of His holiness. Now, He is perpetually holy. 
His holiness is past, present, and future. And it is eternal. It has no beginning nor end. It is self-existing. It is there. He is holy. He is set apart above and beyond everything that there is. But for us who are finite, for us who are uh, human, and the frailty of human beings and in our minds, we need to have a remembrance of His holiness. And oftentimes our Praise is hindered by the day we are in, uh, the experiences that we are currently uh, seeing, the, the situations that are yet before us. And, and it's fully understandable. Please don't take that wrong today when I say that. Don't think that you're in sin if you're caught up in the moment or caught up in circumstances caught up in a problematic situation. Guys, you got to work the problem. When a problem comes in your life, you can't shove your head in the sand or turn a, a blind eye and a deaf ear to it. You've got to work the problem. I understand that. And it's so, but, but we need to still be, have the ability to praise the Lord. The, the psalmist is inspired of God to pen these words. And the first thing he says for us to sing, to lift up our voices in praise. Psalm 150 in verse 2 says, Praise Him for His, for his mighty acts. Praise Him according to His excellent greatness. Who and what God is in our life. When we bring to remembrance, when we have the memory in our hearts and our minds, guys, we should praise Him for who and what He is. Praise Him for all that He has done. Praise Him for His excellent greatness. Isaiah in chapter 40 tells us in verse 26, Lift up your eyes on high, and behold, who hath created these things, and bring out their host by number. He calleth them by names, by the greatness of his might, for that he is strong in power, and not one faileth. Lift up your eyes on high, and behold, who hath created these things. Guys, not only should we be singing these praises uh, uh, in the church house, but we should sing them in our heart. When we are called to remember who and what God is, when we're called to remember in our life to see what he's done for us, not only the sacrifice on the cross, not only the submission from the, the throne to the cradle and the, uh, uh, then his uh, sinless life, not only those things, but just simply look around sometimes at what he's created. Look at the sky, the stars, the moon, the planet, the earth, the green hills, the, the thunder, the lightning, the rain, the water. Look at all that God has created for His glory as it stands in its beauty. So not only should we sing, but be it singing or speaking, guys, we are to give thanks unto Him. We should exercise gratitude. One of the earmarks of the end times is a society of people the Bible calls ungrateful. Can, can I say this to you this morning as a bit of a sidebar? Do you, do you know where disingenuine gratitude comes from or someone who is ungrateful? It comes from a soul who thinks they deserve it. It comes from someone who believes they're entitled to whatever, and therefore they don't give thanks. I, as a child, was raised that if someone did something for me, opened a door, gave something to me, compliment, whatever it was, you were to always say thank you without fail. I, in turn, Denise and I raised our children to do the same thing. 
They were to never receive a gift, a compliment, uh, you know, a seat, whatever it is, without exercising gratitude because you don't deserve it. That's what a gift is, isn't it? A gift is something you don't deserve. You haven't earned it. A gift is free to you if it costs someone else something. something. Amen? That's what a gift is. Otherwise, you do deserve it and you have earned it. That's why salvation is a gift. It's free to us, but it costs him everything. We should have a memory of thanksgiving to the Lord and what he has done for us, yes, but especially for what he is. Give thanks at the remembrance of his holiness. I, 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 I mean, guys, this is a short sermon this morning. I don't want to make it longer than it needs to be, but I do want this to sink into your hearts today. I want you to stop and I want you to think of who and what God is. Paul writes it in the book of Colossians that in him all things consist. He spoke everything into existence. And there is nothing that was created that was not created by him. He is all powerful. He is the self-existing one. He is omnipotent, he is omniscient, and he is omnipresent. He's holy. And we should have a memory, a memory of thanksgiving for what he is. This is our memory. We mustn't ever forget what the Lord has done for us, each and every one of us, and what he is doing for us right now. But we also must remember his holiness, the greatness of his name, and the glory of his majesty. Sing unto the Lord, O ye saints of his, and give thanks at the remembrance of his holiness. You know, the Lord gave the model prayer. It's not the Lord's prayer. The Lord's prayer happens at the, at, at the Last Supper, if you will, the, the, the institution of the Lord's table. But the model prayer, how does it open up? Our Father, amen, who art in heaven, what's the next word? Hallowed be thy name. So how should we pray? If that's the model prayer, we pray to the Father through the power of the Holy Spirit of God in the name of Jesus Christ. Whatsoever you ask in my name, Jesus said, amen. But our opening statement in our prayers, if you stop and think about this, should open up with the praise to the name of God. Hallowed be thy name. Our opening prayer should praise him for who and what he is. Often we go to prayer and the first thing we do is we start, we start naming off that tick list that we won't answer it, amen. But the preparation of prayer in our heart should be, hallowed be thy name or praise be thy name. Holy and righteous are thou. How, whatever words you want to use, but we should open up praying unto the Father. And praising his name. And I believe if we do so, if we are called to remembrance of his holiness, we'll have that memory of thanksgiving that we need. Beyond the memory, guys, now we deal with the moment. Beyond the memory, we deal with the moment simultaneously. The first part of verse 5, or the, the first two-thirds, says, For his anger endureth but a moment, but in his, in his favor is life. Weeping may endure for. A night. Now, hearing, guys, we, we must remain on dispensational grounds. 
No matter what fluff that comes on the radio or what fluff you may hear from the preacher down the street and uh, concerning this verse, guys, we've got to make sure that we, keep, we maintain dispensational truth when it comes to this verse here. Others will preach on present problems, but our focus must be beyond the moment, which are beyond the days in which we live. We take on board what the Apostle Paul says as we look at verse 5 of Psalm 30. Paul says in Romans 18, we used it last week as well, for I reckon that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us. As well as what he writes to the Corinthian church referring to the troubles of this life, he says, for our light affliction, which is but a, for a moment, worketh for us a far more exceeding eternal weight of glory. Can I say this to you here this morning, guys, uh, as we move forward? Your moment may last much longer than others in this life. Your moment of suffering, your moment of, uh, of tears, your moment of weeping, it may last years upon years. It may last much longer than others, but what we do in the midst of that moment is that we look to the Lord. Philippians 3.20 says, For our conversation is in heaven, from whence also we look for the Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. So in the midst of the moment, in the memory of His holiness, our Lord and Savior, guys, you know what we're looking forward? We're looking for that morning. We're looking for that morning that's going to occur in our life one day. But joy cometh in the morning. Can I tell you where the morning is today? The morning is in heaven. That's what we're looking forward to. David said, as for me, I will behold thy face in righteousness. I shall be satisfied when I awake with thy likeness. So I want to encourage you this morning. I want to encourage your hearts, your souls, your minds. I want to encourage every step of the way today. To look forward, not necessarily toward, but forward to that morning. No matter what may happen in the midst of the moment, make sure you focus on a memory of His holiness and pray and sing unto Him in praise of who and what He is. Beloved, our life is but a vapor. It's a fading flower in the wind. And during the days of, of, the, of living, this flower is adored. It's enjoyed by those around it. It sends forth a, a sweet fragrance. It'll present itself with vibrant colors and bring joy to others. All the while, the flowers endure hardness of the winds, the rains, and even the sun. And yet without the winds and the rains and the sun... It would not have, it, it, they are essential to life. They are essential to growth. They are essential to development. And then one day, off it goes. The flower's morning has arrived. I was in South Africa in September. And we were teaching there at, uh, at the campus, at the church campus. And uh, Brother Mike Nelson, we've taken him on for support, uh, our church has. And, uh, and the baby house that they run there, we, we presented all that to you when we, arrived, we got back, or when I got back. But, but 
when I went and inspected or looked at the baby house and they showed me the mighty work, the great work that was going on uh, there, her taking these orphans four years old and younger and has a house full of them as much as the law would allow and, and finding homes for them and providing them with a, a safe and nourishing and healthy life. As we walked into, there was this, uh, what do you call it, an arbor, you know, the archway, is that called an arbor or an archway? I guess it's just called an archway, isn't it? Uh, you know, of this frame. And it had all of these, this, this one particular flower on it, right? And they were just, they were these dangly flowers. And guys, I'm terrible with those things. Denise knows them all about, I don't know. But anyway, what, what gathered my attention was the, the aroma. As we walked toward that thing, the wind picked up. And I took a deep breath and I said, oh, my soul. What in the world is that? Now, it ended up being jasmine, okay? And I've smelled jasmine before. And I love lavender, um, I love gardenias. I, I love orange blossoms. Those are the three fragrances of mine that I adore. And I got a fourth now, and it's called jasmine. The smell was breathtaking. The fragrance was uplifting. It, I mean, it actually made me feel good. And I thought to myself, ought not this be our life? I mean, may it not be said, may it uh, not be said of our life, no matter how short or how long it is, that our life, uh, you know, it brought joy to those around it. I mean, may our days be filled with making a difference in the lives of others. And may our life be like that flower, sending forth a sweet-smelling savor to those in our sphere of influence and to the Lord Jesus Christ. Joy cometh in the morning for sure. But in the midst of the moment, we have a memory of God's holiness. And our life should be like the ever-fading flower, enduring the wind, enduring the hardness of the rain, and even enduring the sunshine, which are all essential to life, sending forth an aroma, bringing joy to the lives of others, looking forward to our joy to come. Will you bow your heads with me this morning? Father in heaven, thank you, Lord, for the wonderful opportunity to be in here this morning. We praise and bring glory unto thy name. and We lift up on high this morning the, the memory of the holiness of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Of all that, that he has done, the creation of everything there is, and in whom all things consist. Father, we bring forth this memory, Lord. In the midst of the moments that we live, whether they're ups or downs, dark or bright, hard or easy, let us also look forward, look forward to that morning when we will be united. Allow us to never forsake where we are today and the opportunities that you have given us on an everyday basis to bring glory and, and praise to the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. But Lord, as we look forward to that day of unity, that day of reuniting with our Lord and Savior, that day when we are reconciled uh, unto the Father and we shall be, a, be with Him and with Jesus for all eternity, let us continue to be a joy to others in this world today. Let us seek out to make a difference in the lives of others, Father, bringing glory and praise in the name of Jesus Christ, in whose name we ask all of these things. Amen. And amen. I do hope and pray that the preaching and teaching of the Word of God was a blessing to your heart this morning.